Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, man. With Steve's spotlight on someone else. I wonder who it's going to be this week. I, You know what? I just realized I could come in earlier than the scheduled thing. So I have a, I have a full minute of, of being real ready. I just, uh, I got some real, real good questions ready to go. I got, uh, Ebone Capone said he's, he's, he's ready. He wanted to reschedule, but that didn't happen for him. So, so we're going to, we're going to get into it and we're going to, we're going to have a great time having the spotlight and the focus not on Steve for once and on someone else. So I'm glad, I'm glad that you've, you've, you, you, you dragged your, your chair over to the gigantic old timey radio that you have, uh, it, it, uh, you know, the, the big old cabinet size radio and where you got to tune it to the, to the, Ooze bear, you gotta dial it. You 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 move the big, the big dial, all the way over to Ooze bear, and now you're listening to my voice. And you can drink Ovaltine, by the way. That's a reference to a movie. You can drink Ovaltine while listening to Steve, while listening while the spotlight shines off of someone else. It, 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 you know, spotlight is not. Uh, a radio term, if you think about it, because that would indicate we're using lights and stuff. For all I know, Ebone Capone right now is going to be in complete darkness, but we will hear his voice. And it looks like he's arriving right now. Hello. It would have been pretty funny if I stood you up, huh? Would that have been funny? I don't know. I I think that's would, what we're going to find out tonight. We'll talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, my feelings <laughs> would have been well only like if you if you refused to reschedule, then I would be upset. I'd be like, what? No, my computer died as I was turning it on, so I got stalled. Oh, no worries. That's in, interestingly enough. That's what I was doing. I was stalling mm. <laughs> while waiting for you to arrive. What did I miss? I uh, just talked about how you are going to be in the spotlight, but you are not. You may, in fact, be in complete darkness right now, and the listeners have no idea. Yeah, I I've, uh, do the bat both uh, literally and through Uzbear. Do you? That's not true. I owe, I'm always in pitch dark, bumping. I got bruises all over me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make, I made my room just now as dark as I can make it. So I'm literally in the darkness right now. Perfect. So we, so we'll, we might as well, we'll be in the same room. Yeah. Okay. And I'll close my eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm so what's back up? How, this, is, this is episode three of the spotlight. How's it been yeah, going? Uh, it's good. Did you, 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 I, you listen to maybe, and I assume, did you listen to Marin? I have not listened to Marin yet. Okay. How'd that one go? Uh, that was fine. We t- um, oh, the description is a complete lie. We talked about how emotions are important in an improv scene. Because mm. um, that's what I'm trying to ask people about. In the, like, well, 
just having a time to be like, well, what, what do you think, um, you know, makes good improv or whatever. Uh, and I'll pose, I'll pose the question to you this way. Um, I'll put it like this. So what do you think of, uh, what makes a good jam since you, since you, you've been hosting, I know you've been hosting lots of jams and you might as well be like, oh, man. well, what do you think makes a good one? Hmm. I, there, there's, there's some of them that are like, you'll, I'll leave and I'll be like, yeah, we, we did it today. And then there's some of them, I mean, you can't always have like everyone on the same energy level. I don't know if that's bad for me to say. How, how do you, I mean, you have to feel different emotions leaving different jams. Am I wrong in saying that? Uh, n- no, but I would say generally I'm, I, I feel pretty positively most of the time. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. I never know the how the audience leaves truly feeling afterwards, you know? You know, it's it's so interesting. What you're saying is I've, I totally felt different when I was hosting them. I've only hosted probably, well, really Derek hosts the, the, the Herald more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I don't feel like the host during that. Yeah. Um, and I've only hosted like three or four of those. And I, and, and when I first hosted, I was like, Oh man, that felt like there's more, I like mm-hmm. I have a responsibility for people to have fun. And I must, oh, yeah. I must imagine since you invented Ooze Bear, <laughs> you must feel that all the more. Oh yeah. Anytime, anytime somebody joins and they can't figure out how to talk that that's a, that's a stress level. Um, I've got, I mean, it's not as big of a deal as it used to be. And in the beginning, if somebody joined and they, I was like, Oh, finally, like way at the start, like I'd maybe oh, get yeah. two people and suddenly like one of their mics out of nowhere would just stop working. And then it would just be me and one other person. <laughs> so that, yeah, there's a, it, it is uh, like going to a jam. Like sometimes I, I was joining when I was troubleshooting with uh, on the Saturday jams and I would play a game before I took off. It, it is there. I mean, it is so much more enjoyable to not have to worry about, okay, what, what game should we play next? Or making sure everybody's getting involved is, uh, is I guess it's different. Yeah. Yeah. But none of that answers the question. I don't oh. think. <laughs> well, well it's, all true. I mean, it's all true oh what makes a good oh let's let's uh oh I don't yeah know. How, yeah what, what makes, makes a it, good jam yeah um there I, I just feel like sometimes there's just an energy of people like are just ready to play and uh like sometimes there'll be like a, a cautiousness among the entire group and i don't know where it starts or like what game helps get us out of that. But it's like playing with strangers, um, trying to get yourself out of that mindset of just, cause like trying to play games where people say things off the top of their head, I feel like can help warm people up. It's really just like, if you're, if you're willing to join a jam and you're bold enough to make an edit during the long form, that's going to make the jam so much more fun because everybody wants you or, I want everybody to feel comfortable to make a move. And if, if I can get a lot of people making weird moves, that's, I feel like that leads to a better jam. There's just more people adding ideas is always going to be better. Yeah. That's, that's hard to. It's really hard. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially sometimes I'm like, well, 
like I'm I'm gonna like I feel like I'm like yeah definitely at that at earlier you know when when I first started coming to Uzbear it's like well uh like like I guess now I'm not I don't feel any of those things at all and you you must know that you're like you're not worried pro I assume how some people feel you're not caring whether mesh is ready or D <laughs> is ready or whatever because they should be ready they should they, they're not. You know, I, like, I generally they, hope you guys have it together by now with how this works. Exactly. Exa well, exactly. Um, you you so, guys can troubleshoot and rejoin quickly if something isn't looking right, or you know what the quick fixes are if something does go wrong. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. That, well, that's with the with issues with the website, which I'm sure is always a concern of yours. But just even uh, I was talking about even the the just the 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 social aspect of of doing it is kind of, you know, a thing we're completely, we know, yeah. like, you know, we come in and we're greeted warmly and you know who I am and whatever. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you give me shit, but other than that. <laughs> I hope, I hope you're okay with that. I think about that sometimes. <laughs> there's a, there's a general rapport that like you and D and mesh, I feel like are, are good at even Chris uh, are good at like, me, or especially Mavian. I'll take jabs at Mavian because I feel like she enjoys a, a good ribbing. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. yeah. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I shouldn't be doing that. I no. just feel like after enough months of doing jams together. No, it's fine. <laughs> like I when am... I invented when I invented the no Steves, I remember after that jam thinking, man, should I have done that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought but that now, was hilarious. <laughs> now it's its own thing. Yeah. The, yeah. the inside no. joke of the anytime we do a pick a number of players, even if you're not on the jam, I'm pretty sure I say it. <laughs> uh, that's also funny. That, that just brings up something else. I'm sure you've had this experience where you're listening to the recordings and people are talking about you and you're not there. <laughs> like, <what> the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys, sometimes you guys, I'll listen to some, I don't listen to every recording. Maybe I should, but, uh, there are some where you guys will mention, be like, Oh, we should tell Eric about this or <laughs> early on, early on, you guys talked about me. Like I was some like ghost or when you guys would run one and I wasn't there, be like, Oh, I, I can't believe, uh, where's Ebone Capone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, I'm not there, which is, yeah. Uh, yeah, because you also have like, you must know, like you have like status in it because you've created it and you're almost like the part that, because like improv teachers get that too. If you've right. been in a theater and you know, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know where I'm going, but that's part of that. <laughs> that's wrapped in it. Is, it, is, it is funny to hear yourself be talked about in other people's recordings. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, have you experienced it, I assume? Yeah, yeah, I know Dee said some shit once. <laughs> she, was like, she made fun of me. She straight up did. I forgot what it was. Let's, it doesn't matter. Let's do it right now to D. Let's talk shit about D. Oh, that's what I meant. To, that's what I keep meaning to do in these. Talking about other people and then making sure that's in the description. That's what I keep Oh, yeah. Meaning. Yeah, think about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, D's great. I think um, honestly talking about D is that... Uh, she's interesting because she, she, she does characters really well. And, mm -hmm. um, one of the things that's always funny about her is she'll start a scene in the middle of a conversation. Like she'll say like a, like a few lines and then it, I, and then I'll like, of course I'll like 
go at it like it's a scene. And she's always surprised. Like, she's been surprised at that, like, like three or four times. I'm like, you're the one starting the scene. <laughs> she's surprised that someone joins, you think? Um, no, I mean, I don't know. We'll have, we have in the, you know, we have a conversation and she'll say lines in character <laughs> in the conversation. And then I'm like, yeah. okay, here we go. And then like, she's like, oh, okay. she's like, oh, well, I didn't realize I was like, what? You literally just said lines. Oh, that's funny. I'll have to, I'll have to look for that. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has their little tropes. I, I, I truly enjoy, uh, Mesh's English character voice that is anytime Mesh goes pompous, we're about to have a good scene. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love, yeah. Mesh doing another voice is always entertaining. Cause I don't know. I, yeah, that's when I feel like, Oh, Mesh is into, he's into it now when, <laughs> when he's doing another voice. He's committed. Yeah. What I was going to say to uh, Mesh hasn't signed up. So I'll just <laughs> talk about Mesh. Mesh is probably the easiest person to improvise with is what I think. Really? He does so many helpful things that it's like yeah. crazy. Like, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he gives you time to think. He ta- he takes his time. He talks way slower than I ever would. So I'm I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is great. Like I like I will I yeah. will like I do not slow the scene down. I don't think I do that. Like if mm-hmm. anything, I'm just the fastest talking person. So he's like he's he's always talking at a reasonable measured pace and he's thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a, there's he, a confidence to talking that slow. I know. I know exactly. You're right. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also, he also takes what you said. He's considering what you said. He's not throwing random shit at you. He's, he's mm-hmm. literally there. He's trying to use the stuff that I think is already there, which I think. I mean, yeah. yeah. During, if you ever, uh, I love narrated story with mesh cause I can just put it on him for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I always give mesh a monologue during any narrated story. It seems yeah. <laughs> there's one where you guys. I don't know if you remember, uh, you made a, a, a metaphor between uh, something. Um, it was about shoes and it turned into a metaphor for the Bible. And there was a religion based around these shoes. And then mesh, I cut to mesh for a minute, just going. And that's why there are different types of sex of shoe religion. Uh, <laughs> there's the more uh, bold thong sandal. And he just went on and on about different types of shoes and religion. Yeah. Yeah. I had, it, a- I had, it, I had it edited for the uh, best of 2020 montage, but all the other ones were like 10 seconds and then mesh talking for a minute. <laughs> then it seemed to fit well into the, the compilation. Yeah. You'd be like, who is this guy? <laughs> but but, but seriously, um, mm. beyond beyond just mesh and D, I mean all, all you guys that that do come regularly. I when I was first starting Uzbra, I, I was so nervous of just like, what if just idiots come and they're just mean, <laughs> or, or they just come and they just like uh, like Zoom bombing was a big thing for a while, and like what if they just come and yell curse words and then leave, and yeah. and like you guys have just been the absolute best group of people that I could have had as like a core repeat group. And yeah. even like Carla coming in every now and then and David and Mavian comes every now and then. And yeah, it's, it's just, it's just been a pleasant experience. Oh, I know if, I mean, I always think like, hopefully there's more people who are slowly becoming like regulars or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, I always think, 
Yeah, if 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 it was if it was really big, you I think you would have a problem maybe with that because <laughs> it's definitely you're definitely yeah. in the like the early phase of Reddit where everyone's coming in talking about tech or I don't know tech technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like, but now it's like it's not it's not what it is at all. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, that'd be a good a good problem to have eventually. Yeah. Hopefully. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> now you're just gonna start doing that at, at oh. jams, just joining and yelling fuck and then running. Wow. Oh, you don't have the option of people being kicked out, right? Oh, I think you I, can mute people, right? You you would have to add them as a player and then mute them, but they could easily <laughs> just exit and rejoin as a guest. I, I haven't figured out a good way to permanently remove somebody. Yeah. You you can make a uh like you can make a stage that is paid private. and you could oh. yeah, I mean private if somebody figured out the name of a private stage they could join it. Um it just depends on how crazy your private stage name is. Yeah. But you could you can make it paid and you could set it to $0 and then people could join and then you literally only can join if you, if you have bought a ticket. So hmm. that, that is, that's the most extreme version of private jam. That makes it, that just makes it more complicated. Yes. Yes, hmm. it does. <laughs> but we, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. You've, yeah. We've never, there's never, I mean, I think cause it's a little bit why people are more, why it's a little less internet-y is that you have to be using your voice and I don't know that mm-hmm. well and you have to use your voice and there's also no camera because if there was a camera we'd be seeing dicks all the time and there isn't <laughs> that I was really worried that is that is one of the major reasons Oozberry is not a zoom replacement I was I was so concerned about it becoming anything to do with that type of thing so I, I focused on audio only yeah no one's no one's you, 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 are you surprised no one's tried to do like like a sex chat hotline <laughs> I, I mean i i'm a, i've i've been shocked that mesh hasn't uh the ah! real thing uh yeah. no i i don't i don't know if that'll ever happen the ladies want that calm measured voice yeah the asmr <laughs> yeah uh because that's all i was like well <laughs> what else could it spare possibly be like that makes sense because like yeah like an audio chat thing those were big in the in the that were that always brings another <laughs> i don't know <laughs> at least it brings up to me if you had invented Uzbear in the 80s it would be a, a 1-900 number mm-hmm. <laughs> like anybody i was reading could about call in yeah anybody could call in and then you just be talking like because like which is interesting to me because like the technology kind of was was there to make this even i would say even in in the 80s like genuinely you could have you could have had almost most of the things that you do <laughs> well, you'd just, have to you'd have to dial nine and the robot voice would give you a suggestion oh yeah 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 that'd be yeah mm-hmm. you could totally do that touch tone yeah the robot could touch tone yeah. and reply to you and you could be in a party chat with people and then yeah you could yeah. you could have a you could because I was reading about because I was like, hmm. I, I was reading about one nine hundred numbers, and they became a problem. They were an un, you know, whatever. I don't really uh, know what a one nine hundred number is. Oh, it, well, it's a char- it's, not- it's a number that charges money. So it charges oh. money to you. 
So in the eighties, they were a huge thing because they had invented it or whatever. They came up, they licensed, you know, they changed licenses around or whatever. So that's when they became a big thing. And, but there was like, you know, you could call like a one one nine hundred number, and you it would be like you could t- you could listen to Fred Savage talk or whatever, or there would be like because a movie is coming out like Indiana Jones. Um, but then they became Wait, so prob- yeah. It was it was Fred Savage live. No, it was just recordings. Like you could hear like <laughs> because you could like hear like clips from the movies that are coming. Oh, it was a way of advertising stuff, like a trailer. Yeah. Or and it's like Freddy Krueger would be telling you scary things, maybe or something. It was just completely stupid, you know. Mm. Uh, and but you would have to pay to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And it was like I think like forty cents or something. Like yeah, I mean it changed obviously, but like a few cents yeah. per minute. And it was there were mm. there were like there were these numbers for like everything, and they were like on you know they would advertise on TV and stuff. Uh, or and they're like the Fred Savage one, I remember there's like also sweepstakes involved also. So you could win, potentially win something. So, you know, there's all this marketing, but the problem that happened was of course, children were calling those all the times and they were like marketed during like Saturday morning cartoons. And they were like, you know, you can talk to Santa Claus and stuff. I think that's one Mm -hmm. of the major ones that probably had an effect. As you can imagine, children are calling that number and, uh, they're just just ripping everyone off. Um, Uh. but it was, yeah, it was a, major billion dollar industry and then they kind of stopped in the 90s um, because they were regulated is what happened oh okay yeah yeah so they, so uh, a parent would get a bill for three hours of talking to santa yeah was, was oh the yeah problem. <laughs> totally happened totally yeah. like outrageous bills and of course that would make headlines and then yeah and then i think i think they yeah they started like doing stuff to like make it more difficult and then you know it was it wasn't as awesome as it was before but it was like you know one of the guys i was one of the guys it was genuinely like well you know they were meant like like you could use these for like um you know getting information from nasa and stuff that was like one of the 900 numbers and it was like he was like this this was like a really good thing i didn't want my mom just thinking i was like working at a phone sex hotline or, or doing this stuff i was like there was genuinely you know a reasonable application for it what would people <laughs> get from nasa Oh, like, uh, oh, like, um, shuttle, like, the sh- like summaries of what's going on with the shuttle and stuff, you know, like it's going to take off, oh. like take okay. off schedule planning and things. Yeah. Like just information. Yeah. 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 Oh, 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 that's exactly what they would do. You could hear inside the, the, the main room and you could hear what they were saying. Live? You know, the. Uh, I don't know. There might, there might have been a delay, but I, yeah, but yeah, whatever the the headquarters they what do they call yeah. that room? Now, you know, Houston. We have a problem. Yeah, yeah. Hearing that command, room. command central. Yeah. Uh, so, I feel like that would be a, that would be like a like a security risk. Other nations calling in, you know. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Is the eighty? The we, we we won the Cold War. <laughs> Life was good. <laughs> Life was good. <laughs> well, once you get past the the red, what is that? Oh man, red whatever. October phase. Sky. No, no. Oh no. What's the one where they invade and they're the Wolverines? Oh, uh, the one they remade with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, Red yeah. Dawn. Red Dawn. Mm. Yeah. I never watched uh, either of those. Me either. A lot. Of, I you guys are every jam just 
throw out movies that I have never seen that are just instant classics for you guys. That I, oh, yeah. I I just have a I just have a very small idea. Like if somebody brought up Red Dawn, I would just immediately I just would make Cold War references. I have no yeah. I know nothing about the plot. Um, that's all. That's about all I know. I know they're they're like a group of teenagers. They're called the Wolverines. I think they're in. I want to say they're in the Rocky Mountains, actually. So in this, in my this only guess region, is that where I am. somehow some my guess of what happens in the movie is that somehow Russians take over their small town and they win it back. <laughs> is that is that um, even close? Um, I I think they become part of the military apparatus more general in a more generalized kind Uh-oh. of way. Okay. It, it, <laughs> I I mean I haven't seen it. I I know I've seen. I seen Billy Bob Briggs on TNT talking about introducing the movie, and it was because it was one of the highest with like kill count movies, is what I remember hearing um, when, it, when it came out, and and then of course it was a bunch of teenagers stuff. killing people. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I mean I remember watching the beginning, and I think it was regular kind of teenage stu- or something, whatever. Um, and then I think I've seen the end. So I don't know anything about it. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I bet you I've read the synopsis before. I don't I read those on Wikipedia all the time. But It's better than the movie, the synopsis. Oh, yeah. Well, that gives you a, like, Some a Those are really well written. <laughs> well, it gives you a, a, I don't know. I don't know why I read those, but it gives you a more. First, one thing I do after I watch a movie, I read the entire Wikipedia page most of the time. <laughs> on the movie just in case you miss something um I'm not, I'm not necessarily the synopsis but i will read like some of the background on it and or whatever and maybe i'll look into the director yeah. and the actors and the, i always look at the, I, the whatever review too i i, I will sit i will sit around and i will watch uh any any youtube video that discusses the original the thing movie oh yeah that that one I still want to know uh, who who killed uh, or Grady. Yeah, Grady. Grady. They find his glasses. Or who who really stole the keys to the to the blood bags? Oh man, I can oh, watch are there? those. Oh, I didn't know there were the. I know the only theory I know is that right they're they're sitting at the end and whether one of them is the thing is one of the yep debatable mm-hmm. elements. McCready. And child. The, the, yeah, the big, or like, people think that he got him to drink a Molotov cocktail, which yeah. would just be gasoline, and he just yeah. accepts it as if it's a regular drink. And yeah. people people think that they somehow edited out, when maybe, maybe I don't know if they had this technology, that's why I laugh. They edited out his uh, his breath in the, in the cold air. Oh, they definitely they didn't think, have that technology. In the, in well, they will... They think that the alien would not have breathed warm air. So, and you can clearly see that he does not, that, uh, who's the main character? He does have a cloud of, a puff of breath. Yeah. McCready does. And hmm. I believe it's Childs, right? Is yeah. the last one left. He doesn't. So <laughs> I, that's the only other clue. The, I don't think that they, I, I, I don't think it was that big of a budget movie for, uh, the director who was John Carpenter to mm-hmm. go into that detail. Um, I, I, Cause that also just, I, cause I've watched that stuff, like basically the same kind of videos, but with 
the shining and it's like none of the you're just seeing things. like there's too many details that they're thinking are meaningful in there, some I, i've never seen the shining and there is so much lore around everything oh, in that movie it yeah. is it's unreal um which is it's yeah, I don't. I don't even like. I think the movie is almost underwhelming compared to all that stuff going on around it. Yeah. <laughs> so for the thing, did you know there's a short story written no. from the written from the monster? Well, first of all, it, it, it's 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 based on a short story from like the 30s. There's all the thing is also a remake. There's an original movie, I think from the 50s called like uh, the thing from another world from 1951. Um. Oh, so so Me John my, Carpenter did yeah. did not invent this. Um, no, I no, no. It, okay. it, so yeah, it's 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 the third, it's the second movie, but it's uh, I mean, well, yeah, it's the second movie. It's also based on a short story um, called "Who Goes oh. There," and uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen, I haven't read the the short story, but I have seen the the fifties movie, and which is which is okay. I think it's a little gory on a little bit, but. Uh, no, no, it's not gore. Not really. I think it drags a little bit, but I think it's, 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 you can watch it. It's watchable. Not as good as, I mean, um, the main, the the, I feel like the main yeah. thing, the main thing that would have gotten people's attention of the, of the John Carpenter one would have been the, the visual effects of, oh yeah, just the, the goop, the nastiness of the monster Yeah, would have been the, the original the, shock and awe beyond the, how good the story is. The original the, the the original movie is just kind of like a mon- it's like a monster it's a guy in a suit it's not a it doesn't have any of the kind of biological it, it cool doesn't stuff. it doesn't morph no it's just a thing in a suit oh that's so it's, that's it's totally different. straightforward yeah I think the original <laughs> story I don't know I don't know I think the original story is a little bit like it has that stuff in it I don't hmm. know I'll have to check this out. Um, so, but, but I was actually, it's, it is based on a short story, but there's also another short story about the 1982 film that is from the perspective of the thing, which is a really cool short story. So from the thing's perspective, like when it, you know, takes over someone else's biology and like kind of morphs with them, it's like, it's like a religious thing and it's like, sees it as a really positive thing to be doing to the other organisms oh, which is, which is okay. fantastic yeah yeah um so so yeah the thing's a great movie <laughs> um what was i else gonna say oh yeah john carpenter um i, I this i was gonna say this earlier in the conversation i don't know how it fit in but if you ever he also made you know halloween was his first breakout movie and mm-hmm. in Hall, I think that might even be his first movie. In Halloween, they are watching the movie, the original 1950s, The Thing on television. Um, oh. The kids are before they get killed by Mike Myers or whatever. They don't get the kids don't get killed. The children don't. <laughs> the, 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 you know, the the kids yeah. from the 80s were always watching movies from the 50s on Halloween. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> When I was in the 80s, I remember watching, when I was really little, I was watching Michael Jackson's uh, Thriller, and I thought that was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. that ending scene when you see his eyes. 
Yeah, I think I think I was scared by the the just the uh, the werewolf the transformation was was just enough. <laughs> oh, also the dance moves. No, I I I think I, I made it through the whole, like I was I was probably like three. I was like super young, and I was like, yeah, the werewolf the werewolf transformation just scared me. And then I think I was the babysitter was was I guess came over to our house with a VHS cassette tape of Thriller and had us watch it or something. But then she was like, look, it's just it's like a music video or whatever. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I watched the whole thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, John Carpenter, they, yeah. what? they were either yeah. really dedicated to, to like MTV to, to get that on VHS. I, I bet. Oh, I mean, I bet in the, in the early eighties, like MTV was like super cool. Like, uh, like there was nothing like that before that. Oh yeah, and and I mean the 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 video the video videos like existed. MTV as like a station was basically just <laughs> rebroadcasting like commercial material that like bands make to kind of promote like the videos they were just to make to promote their selling their album and stuff. And like MTV was just a it's like it's like almost having a channel where like movie trailers would be played the whole time. You know, it's like it's like okay, but then they tried like they sold it to all these <laughs> people. Anyway, and then, and malls suddenly exist, and then Tiffany went to malls and just saying, I think we're alone now. I don't know. Like <laughs> the the eighties are cool. Yeah. MTV MTV <laughs> was was it was and is a, a nuts story of a it's, of a business. Yeah, Viacom, it, MTV. You hear it first, <laughs> Kurt Loder. I remember what channel it was. It was fifty channel fifty three when I was a kid. I think MTV was thirty nine for me. Hmm. I was trying to go through all the channels that I was I had as a kid. Um, uh, but anyway, hey, <laughs> listen, uh, hey everyone, we're we're here. We are here with Tiffany, and uh, she's. Hey, aren't you excited to be on MTV after your your mall tour? across America singing singing at malls yeah it's really great to be here I'm I'm really looking forward to just like speaking to the masses yeah and you're definitely doing that because there is a line uh like going all the way out the block past the Mary Claire's (laughs) into the into the Ace Hardware. So I mean, you're really you're really drawing the the kids in. I'm I'm not really like like I don't want to like spread commercialism though. Is I don't <laughs> I don't know if that's like really. I was hoping like I'd sing. It would be on camera. Everybody can go home, watch it in the comfort of their home. They don't have to come to my concerts anymore. No. I'm just gonna be on TV. Well. Yeah, well, I know people are, you know, in the comfort of their home using their VHS cassette tapes and and the, the and using them in their in their Panasonic their Panasonic VCRs in order to to view, um, you know, recordings of you at your mall engagements, um, in the comfort of their own homes. They are, and like, I was hoping like maybe I could get this over with. And you and I could just like hang out and not have oh. to be like our TV personas for once. Oh, 
Well, we we could we could uh, we could definitely do that. But I do I, I before before we do that, I definitely want to to mention your new bedazzled jean, jeans line you have coming out. Oh, and uh, I mean, so so all across the country, people people can go into the mall and buy Tiffany jeans right now. You can buy them right now, and you can also order them by phone from the comfort of your home. Sit back. I mean. Finish your your shepherd's pie meal with your family, and get a catalog to Marie Claire's, like you said, yeah. and stay home. Oh, and 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 you had this 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 strange awakening about not wanting things to be commercial, but I mean you're you're the you're the most you're Tiffany, so that means you're the most successful female singer out there right now. Yeah, if you could just like briefly give the crowd a synopsis of what I've done, I think that would be helpful for everyone. Well, Tiffany, you have the huge mega hit, I Think We're Alone Now. And everyone it, around. Right. I know that one. Yes. And it and it is and it, it and it, it is a uh, a cover song that was created by another another ma- a band. Um, but your your hit single, I mean, just the the amazing, fantastic success, success of this one song um, makes you know just it's getting everyone really excited for the rest of your career because there's got to be some things coming out more than that one song coming down the line for sure. And when I look into your eyes, Nathaniel, I'm I'm guessing that you know for certain I do have other future hits, or, or are you being coy with me? Tiffany, there is no way that someone with this huge amount of success with okay. one song. I mean, this is the MTV era, Tiffany. You're everywhere. There's, I definitely believe this has got to be more songs that people should, will know that will become synonymous with Tiffany. Did you know that uh, Mount Everest wasn't always the tallest mountain? Hmm. Uh... So yeah, so, wow, Tiffany, that's really insightful. That's some of um, some of the keen insight that I'm sure the. That's what I'm going to be the, for the music. I'm going to be the Mount Everest of oh. music. Oh. I'm currently yeah. on my way up. That's right, because there, like, it's almost unfathomable at this point for there to be someone who is more popular than Tiffany. Nathaniel, so, like, where did where did yeah. you start out reporting? Oh, oh, hey, hey, uh, you know what? That's what I like about you, Tiffany. Is that um, you're not you're not afraid you're not afraid to share a little bit of the spotlight, so to speak. Um, I mean, but, yeah. we're sitting here we're sitting here yeah. by the food court. Uh, they turned the fountains off so that I can sing more clearly for everybody. But yeah. I, I kind of want to get to know you a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, now that we're getting serious. I'm going to put this corn dog down, and I'll tell you. I am I am just a I'm a I'm a radio DJ, you know, from from Nebraska. I was just I you know, I made it up through the the college the college radio in 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 Omaha University and I was, you know, I was just working at a you know, mi- mid-sized radio wow. station out there. Mid-sized. Yeah, you know. What? Mid-sized. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, mid-sized in Nebraska is, you know, I felt That's like I was making else. waves. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was just, you know, slinging, slinging wax of, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
the um the uh, uh fog hat, you know? <laughs> you know, just mm-hmm. put some fog hat fog hat on the radio, it'll be fine. Um, fog hat leghorn. Yeah, or some yeah, oh yeah, well the kids love foghorn leg leghorn. I said, Sir <laughs> Anyway <laughs> But yeah, you know, a, a talent scout. They were they were creating MTV. Um, you know, they had already cast the astronaut was Neil Armstrong, yeah. and they decided, yeah. They, well, I mean, they got Neil Armstrong, so I knew it was a legitimate kind mm-hmm. of thing to get into. I mean, MTV was even, yeah, that was a huge get to get MTV endo- endorsed by Neil Armstrong. He's coming out soon, by the way. Really? Yeah, he's. He's he's uh, shopping um, right now at the. Uh, um, hey guys. Oh, uh, am, I, am I late? No, no, Neil. You can you know grab a corn dog and, and have a seat. We're just talking here with Tiffany. On the moon, they call these meat bobs. I'm just kidding. Oh, they don't have corn, they don't have corn dogs on the moon. <laughs> oh oh well you know we we How would have doing, to take Tiffany? your. I'm doing. I'm yeah. doing well. I'm just sitting here talking to Nathaniel about his life. Oh, really? I, I was trying to get to oh. know Nathaniel earlier, and he was a shut shut case. You know, wouldn't open his trap. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm literally on the 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 camera constantly. So I just yeah, you know, I Nathaniel, feel like don't I, just open up a little bit. I mean, you. I feel like you have like deep dreams. Yeah, Nathaniel. I mean. I started out just, you know, as a, a humble uh, uh, local indie car driver. You know, nobody came oh. to watch me, and I made it all the way up hmm. to the moon. So, yeah. feel free to say with your piece. That's that's amazing uh, that you were an indie car driver. That like you're driving around your indie car doing stunts, I assume. And like NASA just comes out of the, out of the blue one day and be like, "Hey, hey, you're pretty good up in the air, kid. We're gonna send you way up in the air." You see, Nathaniel, he's trying to get to know you, and you immediately oh, okay, deflect right back to him. No. We want to know yeah. who is little Nate. Yeah, yeah. who is little little Nate? L- listen, yeah. yeah, I okay. Here's the thing, guys, and 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 MTV camera crew, you you come in close too on this because I want to tell you. Here's the thing about the the you've never of had America. me on camera before. <laughs> uh, Neil Armstrong, you, you haven't me. been on camera. <laughs> This is this is your boom guy. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, boom guy. Oh, I'm sorry. You were standing di- it was, it, it, directly behind. You know this because you're a sound guy, boom guy. But you were directly behind Neil Armstrong, and I thought you were him. Yeah, we also. I've I have a similar baritone voice to. Well, you're going to get us confused from time to time. Okay, that's okay. That's okay, boom guy. I'm just glad you're here. But listen, here's here's my thing, guys. Okay. MTV is a like a blowhorn into the ear holes of all of the children in the in the nation. And what what I the you know, the core message, the thing that I want to get across to all of those children, you know, the, the, the little We are doing little, a sale, seventy five percent off all Marie Claire bracelets coming in now if you are about to share something very pivotal to your life you better do it extremely oh, fast yeah oh okay hey that that sounds like a really good sale uh guys so what um what i was getting at is that all the children um across across the entire nation you know instead of just um what you really need to do to get close to each other is 
is communicate with each other through 1-900 numbers, okay? This interpersonal thing, face-to-face stuff, is garbage. You can, you can just be friends with each other by calling the new little Nate 1-900 number and talk to your friends that way. And that's what you should be doing, children across the nation. And that's wow. the most personal thing I can say. That, that, was, that was really, that mean, it wasn't really, but I can tell that, it, I mean, you're sweating, so I know that that was a lot for you, Nate. Well, I mean, I, I did get the spicy corn dog, and it, I mean, that, that's also a part of the, the sweat there. Spicy meat bob is what they call it on the moon. Oh, do they have those kidding. on the moon? Oh. No, they don't have those on the moon. I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Do they have Mary Claire's on the moon? No. Oh, okay. Let's just go through the line here. Neil, do they have MTV on the moon? That was, I mean, I shot that one, that one part. Oh yeah. That up there. Oh yeah. That's, and, and what was that? Uh, let's cut to, we cut to the, uh, listen, Neil. Um, so when you get to the moon, I just want to go over here with you when you're getting there to make sure you go through the checklist of things that you need to do. Okay. So number one is yeah, definitely, that's a good idea. We should do a rundown. Yeah. We do a run. We'll just go through yeah, we'll go right a through the line. Rundown. Yeah. 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 Um, so you, okay. The number one thing you see, it says, it says rocks and it's like underlined twice here. You need to be collecting rocks up there. Yep. Grabbing pebbles. Okay. Yeah. So just, yeah. Imagine you're at, you know, you're at, you're at Coney beach, you know, maybe getting a Coney corn dog. They sell those out there mm-hmm. on, on the beat. So, but you're know, taking a little time, a little, a little relaxed. You know, pick, up, pick up a couple of rocks, just like it's a dropping nice rocks. Yeah. Well, you want to be dropping them into the, mm-hmm. the NASA, the, the official NASA, NASA, NASA in conjunction with Mary Cla- Claire space bag that you will be bringing up to the moon. Owning stones. Yeah. Own, own them. Yeah, that's true. You know, the, the any of those space rocks we've calculated, you bring back, they're going to be some of the most um, uh, expensive items on Earth once you bring them back. So you can think about that with each one you put into the space bag. I'm the holder for those boulders. Hmm. Yeah. I, yes. The, the, okay. The thing is, yeah. Number two. Number two. Um, and hey, if you're listening on the the one nine hundred NASA drop in line, I'm. We're just we're just going in, uh, going in with uh, Neil Armstrong on on well, what, what he's going to be doing. To, just going down the line of what he's going to be doing. And we're on. only on step two. And we're only on step two of several thousand. Now, of course, step two is of course you need to you need to be able to figure out what kind of weather they have corn dogs and also what kind they have on the moon. That, that what kind of processed meats do they have yes. for treats? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps me. It helps me rhyme them. I'm I'm impressed with uh, both of those rhymes so far, Neil. And I, that's that's why we are putting all of this, all the whole mission, in your capable indie car driving, stunt car driving hands. What kind of sticks of ham do they have in that land? Yeah. Yeah, that one was a and, that was a stretch. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm going to give it to you, Neil, because you have a you now have a backup little couplet to go to if you forget the first meat treat couplet you had earlier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I have an insane memory, and I want you to know, uh, Joseph, 
that um, yeah. I'm going to be thinking about you when we land. You there. are? Hey, I I'm, didn't know this was going to get personal. I, I, something about like, I could, I could die on the way up there. just makes oh. me want to let the people that are close to me know mm-hmm. But not only am I doing this rundown because it's important for the plan or whatever, but it's also important that I get to know Jessup one more time. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Neil Armstrong, when I saw you, when I went out to that, uh, out into in Indianapolis 500. I was just I was just out going out there to be entertained. You know, there's nothing more mm-hmm. entertaining than than cars spinning around a track, going uh, going what I assume is 500 miles per hour. I never really checked into that, but you know, mm. and it was just I I guess at that point I didn't know it at the time, but I was lost. You know, I didn't know where I was in in my life. Yeah, you ever feel you're, that? You're, talk, yeah. you're talking about you being lost. I'm the guy mm-hmm. who's his whole life's just been going in circles, and yeah. there you are. You show up in that that red tweed suit with a with a suitcase and an, and an offer for me, and I yeah I gotta thank you, Joseph. Yeah, you, yeah the 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 suitcase attached to my arm with a with a with a handcuff because that's how mm. that's how we we do it at at NASA, and and you know at the time when I was going up to talk to you, everyone thought. You know, NASA was just starting, and we didn't know. NASA might just be like, you know, we, we, we really haven't done anything. Russia's getting yeah. all the mega hits out there. They're getting Sputnik. They're getting uh, Cosmo the Space Dog. We didn't have any hits at that time. No hits. And, so, like, I was looking – I was hoping you were from NASCAR, you know? Yeah. Right. So I was confused from the get. But you also uh, – just that just reminded me. You also had – a blue carnation uh, in your pocket. And I, I actually, I have um, several carnation seeds that I wanted to give you to plant just in case uh, I don't come back. You'll be able to plant these and remember me. Yeah. Sort of like a, a living memorial to, to that young, that young go getter from, from Indianapolis who we not only, not only young, but I hope you remember me as a good person. Yeah. Well, I'm certainly going to remember you as a green thumb because aside from IndyCar racing, that's what I'm always hearing about whenever, you know, whenever the, yeah, you know, when the, when we're at the cocktail, when we're at the post um, NASA testing stuff we do and we're at the cocktail party. What? Yeah. The law, the test launches, you know, for the moon thing we're doing in a few months. Mm Yeah, you know, we both know what we're talking about already because that's our lives. But, yeah. but when, we're at, when, we're, when we're at those cocktail parties, you know, it's hip, it's cool. It's the '60s. They've got shag carpeting. But yeah. I always find you over there in the faux leather uh, chair at the and being real com- contemplative. I like to when think. I, yeah, when when I do kind of you know I'm able to engage you and and you know get you to stretch your tongue, it always does come back to that green thumb of yours. Well, it's it's funny because when you when you grow something, that is that is the first sign that you've colonized something. Did you know that? Um, no. Like you can you can real? go. T- you you can go to an island and if it's if it's uninhabited and it is it you have not started a colony until you've grown your own plant there and i think 
I like to think that about kind of people, you know, if I can get you to grow a seed that I gave you, you're kind of mine. Uh, I'm not, I mean, not, I, not in that way, but like, uh, hmm. not in the see, I don't like, I don't like stretching my tongue too much. Right. <laughs> you, okay. I, I get your metaphor and you just want me to kind of take the whole colonization, the concept of colonization, but then minus the entire imperialism aspect and yeah. sub, subjugate, subjugation of native people aspect out of it and then just make it kind of a feel-good story. Don't subjugate, just be a friend with a mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that is also, um, Neil, I'm glad you brought that up because that does go with number three here on the list, which is that if you do find any moon men or aliens up there on the moon, that you need to befriend them. I'm, I'm bringing a pack of seeds with me. That that's that's non-negotiable oh. on the flight pack list. Yeah, yeah, we understand that, Neil, and you you are like we you have to be the person to go. We can't make any of that change right now. Um, but that does bring me to the to the big asterisk here in red down at the bottom of the list is you mm. cannot you cannot plant any any plants or anything on the moon that would contaminate the moon. And we want to have that be, uh, you know, contamination-free for the future generations. Okay. Uh, yeah. So just be aware. You know, I know we can I, talk aware. about it in metaphors. You, you've, you've taken the words out of my mouth. I'm not really sure what to say right now. Yeah. Um, if, I look, if I look up at the moon in 20 years, Neil, and it's green, I will – feel like a failure. Here's, I don't know if you've ever heard this proverb, proverb before. Mm. No. Um, and I'm not even maybe. sure it's a proverb. Um, mm. Did you know the best when, when the best time is to uh, plant a tree? Um, when, oh, right now? No. Tw 20 years ago. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in sense. 20 years from now, if you're looking up at the moon in the, and there, in is, the, in the 80, and there in the is a 80, tree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. That will okay. have been the best time. Hmm. Wait. Oh. Hey, you know, you know, Neil. I I did pull a few strings with the higher ups at NASA to get you up on because you know me and you were we we're friends. Yeah. We go we go way back to Indianapolis and and you know I pulled strings to get you to to go on this trip. So, and I I know I know you have a fondness for. For the for the planting and, and the green thumb, yeah, and the, yeah. the metaphors. So okay, don't don't go back on me. Don't go back on me on that. I I, Jessup, this is yeah. this is um. I hope I hope that you you I I know we're friends, mm -hmm. and I hope that when we're at work, you can also realize that this is this is my life on the line. And yeah. I, I just a couple, a couple things my way. One of them, plant some stuff on the moon. Hmm. Um, I didn't hear that, but okay. <laughs> and I would also like to shoot a commercial while I'm up there. Oh, yes. That that does, of course, brings us to number four on the list. Make sure to when you plant that flag to pose clearly. So that you could, uh, uh, in a, in such a way, 
as to make kids feel like they want to listen to some music with a visual component added as well. Yeah, one of the hard parts that I think I'm going to I'm really really have to work with on that one is making sure that the flag is parallel to the camera because that's mm-hmm. that no wind that's going to be hard to work with. If cuz it's going to be it's going to be as hard as a plate. Right. We have calculated that the wind on the moon is going to be some is going to be formidable for you to deal with. And it's going to be the I mean the atmosphere is only a couple inches tall, so Yeah. Yes. It's very much a Smurf atmosphere, our readings yeah. indicate. A we, cut forward, we cut forward uh, to the top of a high-rise building in the 1980s, and this is n- n- little Nate rocking it to you. I sure hope all of you enjoyed that uh, trailer preview for that new movie, Beetlejuice. What do you think, Neil Armstrong? You think that's going to be a good, a good one? That. That is going to be like, I put, I put in, I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I don't have to explain to you, Nate. I'm just explaining this to the crowd. I put in over 1400 uh, simulated man hours and it turns out that it's now being used for the commercial success of mm-hmm. um, what, who's this actor for Beetlejuice? Uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton and, I gotta say that movie looks freaky. It's gonna freak some kids out. Yeah. Now, now I'm so glad you could join us here, Neil, uh, on on the t- on the top of this building. And you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one thing. I'm impressed. You have your shins out. I'm mm-hmm. staring at Neil Armstrong's shins being warmed up in a hot tub. Yeah. I love it. I I want to say, you know, I knew you way back when you were doing mall gigs. Um, and I know yeah. you. I know you come from humble uh, Kansas, Nebraska. Uh, mid-size, mid-size yeah. Nebraska upbringings. Yes. And I gotta say, ever since you've opened up and let kind of the audience get to know you and like mm. all all of the things that you collect, and I mean, just like you're such an avid, just like you love the Ghostbusters, and everybody likes that you're upfront about it. Yeah. And it's I'm nice. I'm afraid to know like, Ghost- you. I, I ain't afraid of no Ghostbusters haters. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> it's like you wear success well. Mm. Well, you know, that's the part of that wearing the success well all comes from, you know, my exclusive deal that I have with Mary Claire's and Tiffany, Tiffany's line of uh, fake gems glued onto jeans that she has going on. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I owe some of the my personal style to that. I, I, I just want you to know that like, mm-hmm. if you, if you could somehow turn this into like a family gig, like I want to see like little, 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 little Nates. Yeah. I want to see Nate. where your, your upgre- upbringing, where your seed uh, takes mm-hmm. this television platform even further. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? What? A, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. I, I, I hear what you're saying, um, Neil Armstrong, because a lot of times um, you you, you want to see you you've since since that that time in the mall we've progressed here a few months. I feel so nurtured and just tended for, uh, for by you um, that's made me feel like I've I've really grown up in this time, and I'm really gonna I'm really gonna I'm helping the landscape of you know teen teeny boppers across this nation 
also mature and grow up and, and be productive citizens of Reagan's America. Yeah, I remember I remember back to that mall, um, you had that corn dog and mm-hmm. it, it it always stuck with me because like here's this guy talking to Tiffany at, at the mall and yeah. he's got he's got a big opportunity for me to come on air with Tiffany and I just wanted to show my respect for you. I got you some <gasps> some corn seed. Oh, Oh, thank you. Thank you, Neil Armstrong. That is, that's what that big uh, uh, burlap sack you've been lugging, you, you lugged up the, the 50 stories up to the top of, or 500 stories to the top of this high rise. That's what yeah. you did that for me? I, I just want you to know, like, it, like it means a lot. And uh, it, it used to be um, that corn was worth more than gold. Um hmm during the colonial era of America. And Ah. I think, I think you're in the golden age of TV and Mm -hmm. you're, you're the golden host. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Neil Armstrong, but there's something and the cameras are coming closer. There's something I have to tell you, Neil Armstrong earlier, this, uh, this season of videos, I had mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. I had Michael Jackson, you know, on. We we were at a, uh, you know, <laughs> um, a sunglasses hut out in um, New Jersey. But that doesn't matter. And yeah. um, you know what? He uh, he was feeling a little bit hungry, and I guess he took he took a chunk out of my calf, Neil Armstrong. So, what I'm trying to say is, it the moon is about to rise here, Neil Armstrong, and I'm I'm. I'm feeling a, a little bit lupine, <laughs> which means where, which means wolf-like. If you're uh, not yeah, sure I, what that means. I got that reference. Okay. Um, I I can't think of who's the narrator guy voice from the original thriller video, but. Uh, 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 oh no! Uh, uh, it was. Were were you the original? <laughs> Are you the original voice, Neil Armstrong, in the, in the thriller video? Because that was pretty good. If you're feeling a fright. Oh. I think that's uh, that, that's what he says, right? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, like, like I said, Neil, um, like I mentioned to you during our previous interviews, Neil Armstrong, um, little Nate, the VJ, uh, oh, I, 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 saw, I saw that that video for the first time when I was really young, which was just a cute couple of months ago, but I was really young, little Nate, you know, yeah. <laughs> when I was really, really young. Oh, by the way, um, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very much wolf-like right now and I'm going to tear you up. <laughs> Neil Armstrong, I'm going to mess you up worse than Beetlejuice messes up everyone else in that movie he's starring in soon. It is like, I just want to say I've given so many before you kill me. I've like if you can hold that for for a second. I've given, I've given so many people different seeds over the years that my legacy of across this world and the next will never be forgotten. Yeah, that you've you've heard it here first, uh, teenagers across the nation. Neil Neil Armstrong, the living legend. He's he's proud and he's ready to go down with his legacy after I, after I bite his head off. But you know, Neil, I'm looking over at that, 
the moon over there, and it's, you know, and I'm not feeling as much from it as I usually do. It's, it's covered in, it's covered in, uh, oh my gosh, it's a different color. My chia seeds. What? They needed some, I brought something that needed to stay low to the atmosphere so that it would grow and, Something oh smurfs my, my tend. So, Neil, you're planting seeds on the moon all those years ago. You've prevented me from becoming a full werewolf. So does that... You've cured you, werewolfism, Neil Armstrong. I... I don't... I. Is that good for you? Are you happy about that? Well, I mean, my, my hunger has edged off, and I don't feel the need to... to bite the head off of, of living legend Neil Armstrong anymore. Well, I mean, but it was also probably a big part of your identity and your upbringing. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you know what? I've been racked with guilt uh, the, 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 for a while now because I have been just mur- I mean, I, I, I murdered Madonna, you know? Like, she's dead. <laughs> and oh. I... That's and what she, happened to her? Yeah. She's, I ripped her to shreds, and she's, you know, she's no longer the material girl. She is the burial girl, because we're going to have to bury her because oh. she's dead. Oh. Um, you heard it here first. I just hope, I, do that I just, okay. I, I feel like a lot of people aren't, they're not going to resonate with your backstory anymore. Er. Well, we we could um, maybe MTV could move into the the new demographic of um, of the of the up and coming de- demographic of Team Wolves. They could they that that could happen. I just oh my gosh I'm I feel like I'm I don't want to I don't want to hold you back or anything on, on your thing, but. I, I, I feel like um, you don't know that uh, a while back, uh, Groot, I was interviewing Groot for other space people, and he right. took a bite out of my calf. What? And no. I think I think that I'm I'm feeling a little uh, coniferous. No, no, Neil Armstrong, you you stay back. I, I don't like how the way your shins are soaking up all of that hot tub water now, all thirstily like a like a redwood. And we see Neil's arms turn into beautiful willow tree uh, limbs, and beautiful. cherry blossoms come oh. over and land all over Nathaniel's face. No, no, no! I can't. Um, I have my allergies. I'm, oh, I'm having difficulty breathing now. Grr, grr. And also, I'm like a quarter into a transformation into werewolf. And that's not helping. I've, I've planted everyone now, Nathaniel. It's all complete. Thank you for spreading my message across MTV. Uh, well, the positive way you, you did it, it, it does feel like colonization, but you did it in such a positive way that I hardly fent- felt any of the imperialism aspects of it at all. Theme! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, that was wonderful. I love that. The story uh, of Tiffany. Yeah. You have no idea who Tiffany is? 
No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, she you did. did. A, you did a good job. I mean, I, I assume she's a one-hit wonder, so I, I guess there's not too much mm-hmm. public. No, I told you all the information I know. Other than <laughs> okay. redhead, I guess maybe that helps. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but one of the ma- manufactured, oh, 100 like manufactured. I feel like kind of pop sensation in the 80s. Mm. Uh, maybe I don't know. Who knows? I mean, she um, sang. She sang a cover, so it wasn't even. Yeah, and she did the thing with the mall. She literally like it's it's so entwined with the '80s in my mind that because she went from mall to mall across America, so that kind of actually feels kind of grassrootsy to me. But it also yeah. feels you know kind of so I don't know where she lands, but um, but that's kind of what was going on. But also the malls, like, like I don't know. Um, very very '80s place. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, like her. Yeah, her video is 100. percent It feels like it's like literally shot on a the same whatever camera that Michael J. Fox went back to the brought on Back to the Future. Uh, so, Eric, um, what like uh, what's what's coming up? Do you do you? I I, I always want to ask people about what other art art stuff they're doing. I assume you spend a lot of your free time. A, fixing Uzbear. So you can either, yeah, tell us either what, what other art stuff you're doing or, or if you got anything coming up for Uzbear. Um, <clears throat> well, I, we do the, the, the other thing I don't know if everybody knows, uh, the, I, through Cincinnati, there's a group of people called that we joined called Yeti or not. And on, on every other Wednesday, we do a live show on Uzbear. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, just yesterday, I, I, oh, we are cleared to close on the first house I'll ever own. Oh, so that's, that's exciting. exciting. Just yes. life news. Mm-hmm. Um, Is, uh, what, uh, I don't know what to ask about what if you're closing a house. Is it, uh, what's going on with that? Are you, uh, you oh, got, super excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a first, first time homeowner. I've always ever only ever been in apartments, so uh, this will be. We've been real bottled up <clears throat> with the lockdown and stuff, and there's not nothing going on downtown anymore for me to live near downtown Cincinnati. So, uh, and it it's going to be an awesome move. So that's that's the big the biggest piece of news in in Eric Holmes's life right uh-huh. now. Is, you, you got a you got a nice big lawn. Are you excited about mowing the lawn? Oh yeah, got to get a lawnmower. Yeah, I mean, I live in an apartment too, and from time to time, like I kind of, in, for weirdly, kind of enjoyed mowing the lawn. Really, you get, sen- you get a sense of accomplishment after you're done. I do the same thing when I do the dishes. I'm like, after I'm done do- doing the dishes, I look at the kitchen. I'm like, yeah, I got that done. D- dishes are a much faster task. Yeah, I could do <laughs> I could do the lawn pretty quick. Uh, we had in my in my you know my house growing up. I was pretty yeah. efficient because one time I was racing a thunderstorm and I totally did it in like 30 minutes. And it's probably like an over an hour job for real. Riding or push? Push. And, so and also, you, yeah. You put it on the, the rabbit mode? I probably did a bad, bad job that time, but I was pushing it forward. Like I was trying faster to go than, for the record. Faster than it wanted to go? Yeah. Which is, which is pretty fast because it did have a forward propulsion mechanism of its own of some kind that I, yeah. When yeah. you push the handle it and I was like, yeah, I was, I did it once. I don't know why, why the hell would I do that? Why did I need it done so bad? I don't know. I don't remember. If it's about to rain, that's me. It's just going to grow more next week. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. You got a whole bunch of bedrooms in your in your house? <laughs> you need a place to stay? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a, a bed just for you, Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds awesome. And it, it also means that I won't be, I mean, Uzbe right now is pretty much, I have to ask my wife to please be quiet. And she thankfully is the greatest in the world. And she is quiet right now, for for instance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did. She did hear that. Did you hear her? I, I, heard, I heard her. I didn't hear what she said. I, she said, I, you're welcome. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. All of who's there does. But yes, now now I'll be able to go into a basement where I won't be annoying on Uzbear and I can be loud. She doesn't like yeah. when I do I I apparently have a very improv loud voice when I go into character. Well good. That's probably just you're probably just excited. Yeah. That's that's that uh I'm looking forward to you to your new <laughs> your new character Michael screams a lot, just <laughs> screaming all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just oh, annoying what? the neighbors now. Good. Hmm. What's uh? What's what? What do you uh? How many people you got scheduled for this now? Oh, that's a good, okay. Yeah, I always still want to bring up who's coming up next, and I want to figure yeah. out that. Um. Let's see. I think. Oh, it's D coming up next. So oh, that's exciting. Nice. So we'll. That's everyone listening, you know, that means a lot of characters. I'm going to push her into that. Hopefully. You're going to surprise her every time you talk. Yeah. I'll just, she's going to come in and I'll just do a, I'll just do a, I'll just be in the scene when she comes in. Let's see if she can handle that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have, I have all the way. It's like, it feels like it's like uh, 10 more people. I'm not counting. Um, wow. But I have all the way until May 19th scheduled. Holy smoke. Wow, that's impressive. Oh, I was totally, I was totally surprised. That'll be fun. Yeah. I look forward to listening to all the episodes, Steve, and thank you yeah. for having me on. You're, you're welcome. We have to. Let's see. The last piece here is that uh, this is the the storm off sign off, where oh, you yeah. get you get you get mad and you you have to storm off the air and you got to tell me off. And you can do that as soon as I'm done talking right here. But before you do that, I do want to let you know how much that I really appreciate everything you've done, including making Ooze Bear, because I get so much enjoyment out of it. And hey. just probably probably good for like my mental health. And I think I've gotten <laughs> so much better at, at improv over the time. And that you're just such a, like a great, uh, like it's really, really completely impressed. I am impressed by the fact that you've, for for not only the whole um of course programming or whatever talent that's certainly necessary in order to build a website of this nature but also the fact that you you maybe haven't thought of but you've also kind of built a community and as we've kind of talked about it's like it is really a positive community that's like no one's yeah. <laughs> no one's a piece of shit and i think that that definitely has to come from you in some way and steering it I, I, I'd imagine in some way. Yeah. So I just want to appreciate all that. And I just love how I've met all these great people um, and how you, how you, you're, you're the, the main instigator of that. And for that, I am so thankful. Um, so, that, so there you go. That, that is very kind of you to say, but also come on, Steve, you, that, that is too much. I mean, you were just going to, that just, I'm not going to be able to fall asleep tonight. 
I, I, I can't believe you would say something like that. And I, I, I'm not going to be able to wear the clothes that I'm wearing again without thinking about the disgust and just, ugh, that, I, will, I will never do this spotlight again unless you ask me nicely. Do you hear me? Uh, yeah, I hear you. But also, you're a genuinely good person, and I, I, I don't like doing this sign-off. <laughs> but thank you for having me. Thank you, Eric. You, you failed. You failed at it. But thank you genuinely. And, and away we go. Thank Have a good you. night, Steve. And you too. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.